0: It's time for Getting Down to Business with Mark Mondo. This new show discusses trends, technology, and tactics to help the listener learn more about improving sales, saving money, and fulfilling a personal mission through entrepreneurship.
1: Welcome to Getting Down to Business with Mark Mondo on WVLP 103.1 FM. I'm your host, Mark Mondo. We're on the air in Valparaiso, Indiana, and you can listen to us streaming on the website at WVLP.org or use the TuneIn app on your mobile device and look for WVLP. 103.1 FM WVLP is a local, nonprofit radio station based in Valparaiso, Indiana. This show, like many of the shows on WVLP, are made possible by the generosity of donors and underwriters. We accept donations at WVLP.org. Simply click on the support tab and make a one-time donation or sustained pledge to WVLP. All donations are tax deductible. Underwriters are made up of businesses and organizations that support the shows on WVLP. Getting Down to Business with Mark Mondo would like to thank... Homes by Hortensia, a Coldwell banker affiliate in Porter County, Indiana, for their support. Homes by Hortensia has served the region's residential real estate needs in Indiana for over 12 years. Contact Hortensia Moreno or Tiffany Zarao at 219-249-5118 or visit homesbyhortensia.com. Homes by Hortensia, habla espanol. To my side is my co-host, producer, star soprano, and my wife, Mrs. Cynthia Zimmerman. Welcome. Thank you. And to my other side is one of our favorite Brits calling in from London. He endures my desire to keep visiting castles and to learn about British politics and hooks me up with the best Indian food in England, Mr. Vivek Gargav.
2: Good evening. Hello.
0: <laughs> 're too happy with us, Vivek
2: <laughs> yeah it's 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 great to be uh, invited onto your onto your show.
1: What we're going to talk about tonight, the reason I got Vivek here all the way from England is to talk about how he used AI to create content marketing marketing materials with essentially no pre really relatively speaking no previous experience. Uh, Vivek, how did you get here? The thing I can tell, the thing I do know about Viv before he gets into the the journey, he was something like a microbiologist. Did, so, <laughs> microbiologist to the marketing—was <laughs> there anything else in between?
2: Well, um, I started off as a microbiologist, and um, I was actually more of a identified more as a molecular biologist and mitochondrial geneticist. But um, that was a, a previous life. <laughs> um i then went on to being um i i quit research and went into it and uh, that journey led me into becoming a uh, a programmer uh, a developer uh, <laughs> so I, I i i did that for quite some time um and went and carried on and became a, a data scientist which is very similar it's basically data analyst and uh working with all of that and uh finally i i got i got tired of that <laughs> and through sort of medical issues and whatever uh, i can explain in more detail some other time but um mm-hmm. landed up uh, uh leaving my technical um uh <laughs> career behind staying in uh, our our little company and um took on the role of uh, marketing because well nobody else wanted to do it and <laughs> I was sitting on my backside doing uh, so it did nothing really. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so hold on a sec here. <laughs> Biology to dev to marketing? I mean, could there be more there can be a lot more contrast going on here. Were there any <laughs> challenges along the way? I mean, you had to learn, you know, different speak. You know, one of the great quotes I had about marketing was from a Dilbert comic where it was basically there was a sign above the door it said marketing to drink minimum. <laughs> oh, and and that's what it that's what i know so you know i've got some notes here that you had some challenges and uh you know i think there was stuff about i don't know i think there's a piece of software you re- you know because you're in marketing you got to know stuff about wordpress oh, yeah okay
2: yeah so um i i think if if, if i'm totally honest the, the greatest challenge other than being a business owner um, has been moving into marketing um it, everything else uh, uh, leading up to this has been very um sequential or, or or the way you approach things is very very factual it's it, you can measure things very you know um very clearly and they are very defined point of either it's worked or it's has, i mean for example you know i mean uh you 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 mix some chemicals t- together and either you blow up or you create a new wonder chemical <laughs> it's very clear whether you succeeded or not <laughs> 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 and, 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 and the same goes for 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 code you know either um it works and the users love it or you know you 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 get uh uh, death threats in your inbox that uh you're 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 the worst and lamest that's ever existed uh ever uh so um...
1: or you take the or you take the grief for software you didn't write Ah, or you know kind of like the car or you know to use it for the people not in the non-computer world you know if you bought a, a a chevy and you go to the car dealer and you yell at the Chevy dealer for, for Chevrolet's defects, you know. So we we got kind of tired of no. that. I think he yeah. got a little burned out. And then were there other, you know, macroeconomic mm-hmm. challenges uh, as you transition from dev or coder or scientist to mm-hmm. this subjective, squishy marketing yeah. world you know i mean I, when you're in a business i mean you got macro threats like managing labor costs you know mm. we had mac we had the 2008 economic crisis did you have that over there as well
2: yeah i mean the, 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 it felt uh and i'm sure you know uh, there's many business owners and small business owners i feel this but it felt as if there was uh some kind of universal vendetta against us uh, in ever succeeding because um, in 2008-2009 us as a small consultancy were about to make some really big strides and up our game and you know we were seriously and it sounds like hyperbole at the moment but Uh, We were uh, seriously looking at, you know, having gross turnovers in in seven digits and then the 2008-2009 economic crisis uh, happened and that was dreadful because i remember having a conversation with my uh, sales manager and he sort of said um, and i remember it today he said uh, 72% of our prospect list is either in administration or about to go into administration and then we uh, roll on to you know we, we get get over that and we you know and in around about to, uh, 2015 2016 we were about to take an, another Really big stride. We had some great partnerships with Microsoft. They'd invited us uh, to their headquarters to build out, you know, things, and we were working directly with Salesforce as well to to build out some tools for them. (laughs) And um, Britain chose to shoot itself in the face uh, by uh, electing Brexit.
1: And for those who don't know what uh, Brexit is, and there's a couple other English terms I wanted to translate along the way when Vivek was talking about seven figure turnover, turnover means total gross sales in American English. You know, we do have a different language over (laughs) here. And when some, when companies go at administration, that would be like chapter 11 or bankruptcy, you know, just in case we wanted to translate. I know it was in context, but it's something we just want to make sure we're good there. So, So, all right. So now you're sitting here like, all right, you got your Brexit. You got. You know, companies yeah. stabbing you. You know, macroeconomic yeah. factors that are getting awful, and you're busy trying to write code. And you're like, I think there's something to be yeah. changed.
2: Yeah. So I mean, also, you know, just to add extra spice in in into this sort of rather limp um, uh, pie that life had created for me, uh, I, I was diagnosed with a, a tumor in my knee. With all of this happening all at the same time, I uh, we landed having to sort of assess. I was a single point of failure. Uh, within mm-hmm. the organization because a lot of the code resided in me. All our very large, profitable projects were all inside my head. So, if you know, if, if I went, then, you know, it would be a be disaster. So we had to very quickly pivot and I think that's one of the benefits of being a a small business is with all the misery that is associated with running your own business is that you can actually adapt and change and that's one of the real things where we can actually as a small business go toe-to-toe against large enterprises because they cannot adapt to a changing market as fast and swiftly and precisely as a small business can but we we pivoted, we changed vendors, uh, we changed skill sets, and we became uh, essentially a sales and marketing house and outsourced all our technical work. And we very, very, very quickly realized that we were a sales and marketing house without any marketing.
1: Right. Uh, so now you've got marketing <laughs> going on, right? Now you've now you well, established... Well,
2: no. No, that was the problem. Well, that's <laughs> we exactly... had sales going on with no marketing. So, so now uh, you've got
1: no marketing, and you're sitting there going, well, I don't want to do the tech support anymore. Yeah, you're fried. You know, you're fried, and yeah. you don't want to be the sole point of failure if you get disabled or you're you're, you're not here to hang out with us because I couldn't, I can't reverse engineer <laughs> your code. You know, even if there's a time zone difference and a language barrier, I, I you know, it would be really, yeah. it's really hard to put to pivot that kind of now intellectual capital to somebody else. I started helping Vivek out a lot by, you know, sharing what worked in the states. We follow a big brand of software called Act CRM. Uh, We That's how we met. And what I was able to do over a couple of years was build web pages that were indexed mm-hmm. to that term. So I could say something like, Act and Outlook is broken. And if I wrote an article, I could get found. And then people would see mm-hmm. me as an expert. So that's how I've been building my marketing. But I had to build it off the brand. It wasn't the Mark Mundo brand. And what I wanted to do is I struggled. About 2016, I knew the writing was on the wall where living on that brand isn't going to grow the business. It's not going to grow the business, uh, full stop. And so Vivek and I both were like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Because we know we don't want to do the tech support. Making a living, waiting for soft, to install software for a living is on its way down.
2: I'm waiting for stuff to break. I'm waiting for stuff to break. I mean,
1: we were able to sit there. We'll, I'll lament here really quick. 20 years ago when I started the business, I when I moved from Atlanta, Georgia to Chicago, I, would, I was literally having to move back home, and I was literally turning down business. It was the UI2K mm. stuff, and things were breaking. I had to literally just yeah. – uh, it was a different era. So mm. here we are trying to market, and then both of us – and. Uh, hired, retained a gentleman that was on last week's show, Mr. Michael Wayan. And he came in as a mentor, coach, consigliere type that said, look, you got to market yourself. You got to learn how you know, yeah. w- create content that works. You got to be at what's called a thought leader. So Mark Mondo or Vivek Gargav or Cynthia Zimmerman are the brand versus ACT Software or Zoho Software or Salesforce or Microsoft Dynamics. You know we can dovetail on that, but that, that era is coming to an end in our industry. Michael would help me try to write content. I would spend four hours at a time, I'd get an article out the door, and I got so I, I drew my hands up because it took it was a homework assignment. And I don't well, know, Vivek, you endured a similar fate, you know like well, you did me, all this you, work? You, you,
2: were, you were very much my inspiration, really. Uh, is I
1: the wind beneath your wings?
2: You you certainly were, (laughs) and you still are. (laughs) No, it it, was. I mean, it was. You know, I mean, I was uh, not, not, not to denigrate any of your skills or anything. But I mean, I was starting not even from zero. I was. Starting from like a negative uh, <laughs> number, you know. So 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 anything uh, above was was phenomenal. But the stuff that you were doing, and I was seeing your your search results. You were coming up. You were on first page. You on on some uh, points, you were actually number one in the Google results. And you know, you 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 were to use the Americanism. You know, you were just a regular Joe. And it was it was just sort of like, well, bloody hell, it, it's certainly possible. But I just I don't have the knowledge. I don't have I I, I just don't. I don't have I think was this, uh, the, the the summary result that I had. And then with the mentoring from uh, Michael, it felt as if, you know, when you're at the bottom of a hill and you and you look up and you think mm-hmm. oh, there's just absolutely no bloody way. There's just so much. Uh, I There's so much I don't know and so little that I do know. Uh, that i don't even know where to begin there's so many there's so many areas that i don't know i could start at anywhere and then still be at zero <laughs> uh, uh, you know I I, I I could just throw you know just put a blindfold on throw a dart and start there so that's essentially what we did right. the first challenge was we needed a website that was working and uh, we were getting hacked and there were so many problems so, Mark, you, you you kind of were my therapist uh, at the time, <laughs> uh, 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 as well as uh, as tech support, really helping me sort that out. But we finally uh, worked out it was just we needed to you know move hosts. We needed to make some technical changes at the back. Once that was done, you know, I followed through what all all the books, you know, all, all the theory on running your own business. So, so say, you know. As a business owner, don't try and do it on your, your own. Go and get somebody who knows what they're doing. Get the experts in and let them do what they do. You just manage. And, you know, £10,000 and one year later, I had nothing but disappointment and sadness and uh, a hole in my budget and some very difficult answers, uh, questions to answer to uh, my co-owners, um, who is actually my older sister. <laughs>
1: so, to translate, uh, ten thousand pounds is about twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That's yep. a lot of money, yes. no matter which continent you're on. You so, a marketing consultant
0: to help you with your marketing, and you ended up with yeah. nothing. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, yeah. Um, it's so so. so to say, I mean, we, we we you know we took on uh, Michael. He he was the only out of every all the investments. So I'm not including that in the, you know in the ten thousand. He was the only thing that uh, a person that actually made a real, real difference and continues to make a real difference. And that's the difference between someone who knows what they're talking about and has walked the walk and the people I was dealing with. <laughs> so essentially, I stabilized everything. They even broke what we had fixed, which is, you know, it takes a special level of skill. <laughs> so w- after that you know we stabilized it we've got it all working and uh, wordpress became a swear word in my world <laughs> and 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 certain web companies as well uh, how So,
0: did, how did michael help you
2: so uh, the, 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 it's exactly what mark was sort of saying i mean making the transition from being a technical person to being a fluffy, what I visioned or, or, or presumed was, you know, a, a vacuous, nebulous individual in marketing, you know, <laughs> uh, who, who who hugged uh, fluffy unicorns for, for, uh, and and had brainstorming meetings over a cappuccino or a latte or something. I don't know, so something ridiculous.
1: So and that, uh, <laughs> see, that's your inner dev coming out again. Your your your, your, na- your, your nature. <laughs>
2: So I mean, Michael actually helped rewire my brain. And the thing is, because uh, the problem, you know, out of the many personal flaws that I do have, (laughs) one of that countless many is the fact that I've always been very sequential, very methodical in my approach to a particular problem, in that I get entrenched in a particular way of doing things or whatever. And I mean, there's a bit of creative. I mean, you can't be a developer without being creative etc but it, it's a very engineering kind of approach and the creativity is very uh, in a very controlled manner uh, and marketing was completely different it was there was no right there was no wrong everything is right and everything is wrong all at the same time it's just purely on that momentary context and that was a very 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 and it still is it's something that I struggle with, but I think Michael was pivotal in helping me make that transition to that different part of my brain and to look at the world very differently and I think one of the one of the things that i lacked as a business person was that entrepreneurial thing that comes i think comes to many other people very naturally but to look at every single challenge as an actual opportunity uh, i've I've seen all the little you know hallmark cards and all that kind of
1: (laughs) you have those over there too huh?
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know you see those those stupid motivational junk you know like every moment is you know all that kind of (laughs) Perhaps, but
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yes.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, but the thing is, what, what I have fa- started seeing is that I am actually thinking in those ways because from a marketing perspective, everything can be utilized as collateral. And this, this leads me on to content creation, etc. because I'm not creative at all. I don't all have right. a creative bone in my body, and you know I've got the common sense of a squashed tomato.
1: Now you've established the character here. The character has been done. You got, you've made the pivot from scientist to developer to technical engineering approach. Michael has shattered and re-rebuilt you as a <laughs> marketing person, and now you are trying to get all this done. Mm-hmm. At once
2: and on zero budget.
1: And now it's right. now And by the way, you 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 you're broke. Um, so now what you And know? I've
2: and I've used up all the goodwill uh, inside the company because I've made you know everyone change and pivot and whatever, and said I, I will do the marketing and I will get these people in and blah blah blah. So
1: I've so been noticing. What are we going to turn to? What are we going to turn to here? So this is where I yeah. think I, I, at the beginning of the show. I want to start talking about how AI comes into the frame. Now that we've established you have the, the point of suffering, you've made the pivot, but how do you implement that pivot? Because here's what I got frustrated, and then I'll let, I think this is where Vivek's story is really in, inspiring and truthful, because it works. The, I couldn't, for the last few years, could not get that content implemented. You know, you're supposed to do yeah. it. When? Oh, I'm yeah. busy. I'm gonna. I'd rather go fix somebody's yeah. technical problem or go somewhere else. I gave up. We'll segue to Vivek and let's look at like maybe uh, February or so, or actually late last year, right? You started looking at at AI.
2: No. So uh, AI came out. A thing called ChatGPT came out in uh, November, October, November, 2022. And my social feeds were just, you know, they were just going read this, read this, read this, read this. And me being a belligerent kind of fool, I said no, I won't because you're telling me to. So sod you. So I, I, I actively in, in, ignored my, you know, social feed, which was screaming at me to pay attention. Until the problem was, I'd sacked my marketing agency. I had sacked my web people. I had sacked all, all my content writers. And so I had the very real problem of having to write content and not being able to write very well at all, <laughs> beyond a scientific paper or, or code. I sat down one day, you know, like, right, that's it. No more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write some content. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to write it. Today is the day. And so I did what anyone that's got a pressing problem and task to do. I went onto the internet and went and did something entirely different uh, <laughs> and procrastinated. And that different procrastination rabbit hole was I went and looked at what this the hell this chat GPT was. And I kind of emerged three hours later, my head just exploding. My mind was genuinely, and I, you know, it's it's uh, lots of people say this, but I, I, my brain was blown. It was just. It was you know when when, when when you look at a glass of say soda water you know it it's it's effervescing. you know the top of it there's bubbles rising there's just there's just things going on, and that was that was the state of my brain. it was just like bloody hell, there's so many things I could do this, could do that blah blah blah, blah. i didn't know where to start, but uh, I knew that suddenly I had at my fingertips a tool that I could use to write genuine content and i could have a almost like a an advisor uh, at hand that would help me to write search engine optimized that's seo optimized uh, content i had the beginning the core elements for a content um, a marketing strategy this is something that uh, a journey that we'd started uh, just pre covid and i hadn't been able to implement and within a couple of hours my brain was uh, buzzing and half an hour when i started to put that tool you know uh, uh, registered and within half an hour of me deciding that i actually had my first draft of content that was ai written and it was i mean you know I, i look back at the kind of they're called prompts so when you ask the ai to do a task or uh, whatever, they, they, you refer to them as prompts. So I mean, it was a really, really lame prompt. And the article wasn't that great. But
1: but let's think about this. Yeah. Think about what you just did. Using, instead of like, I got in the computer era, I was doing stuff in DOS and Apple Twos, you know, in the 80s, and messing around. And just to get any, just to do like two lines of code was amazing. Hmm. Without any, and you're a developer by trade. But what you're able to do with a chat GPT prompt, you go to chat it was it chatgpt.org or dot com, right? You register uh, for an account?
2: Openai.com.
1: Openai.com. Boom. Yeah. You register for an account. It's free. Yeah. This free, free yeah. version allows you to ask, I think it's a limited number of questions in a time frame. I think that's mainly the the limit at this point. Not it, getting it too is, much into the weeds. I mean, you can start yeah. for free to be to keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start so, for free. So I can ask yeah. something like, I'll ask something that's not so serious, and then, you can, then you're going to come up with something serious. <laughs> I, asked it, I asked it where Jean-Luc Picard was. And those, for those who don't know who Jean-Luc Picard was, it is a Star Trek character from the next generation played by, who, Cynthia? Patrick Stewart. And Cynthia has a great little fun story with Sir Patrick Stewart, don't you?
0: Yes, I got to meet him at a convention and have my picture taken with him. Oh, and
1: my husband. So that was Yeah, I was kind of the the side hustle to Sir Patrick Stewart, and I (laughs) I couldn't do nothing about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, He's supposed to be a really, really nice guy as well, all the little interviews I've seen.
1: Uh, Yeah, so we could ask it where Jean-Luc Picard was. I asked it if it was sentient and if you're related to Skynet. And Skynet, for those who don't know, the pop culture reference yeah. was the computer that took over the world in Terminator and set all the nuclear missiles on each other. You got, you can ask us and it didn't. And you can ask it in the way you and I talking right now. That's what's amazing yes. about it. The prompt, yeah. you don't have to even learn how to use a search engine. You're t- you're writing in American English. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, that's a trigger for later, <laughs> but that's going to lead us to one of our refinements. You can do with AI yeah. that you can write in conversational tone. Yeah, something you yeah. want. Like I asked it to write a JavaScript function. We're going to see what Vivek can do.
0: Before we get into the next segment, we wanted to let you know you're listening to Getting Down to Business with Mark Mondo on WVLP 103.1 FM. A community radio station out of Valparaiso, Indiana. Thanks for listening and let's continue.
1: All right, so you I know the enemy of my writing is the blank page. So Vivek, can you bring us can you bring us to a place where you went from a blank page to a thousand word blog article? And why would it be a 1,000 words? Yeah. And then we'll ask why it's a 1,000 words. But how do you go from a blank page to a 1,000-word yeah. article?
2: Okay, so I, I delved further and further you know, into this, and how, how do I – Get the AI to do very much what you wanted to do. One of the first challenges I had was that I had to make this bloody robot speak English, not American. So that that was <laughs> it was driving me insane. There were zeds all over the place, and I, it, it was it was ludicrous. So uh, that that has that, become one of my core sort of things. I give uh, I, I give it an instruction and then say. At the very end of it, and please only use British English. Uh, the, one of the weird things I, I, I found uh, is that, unlike when I speak to my Google assistant, who you know, and I'm very sort of you know, kind of do this, that, the other, uh, I'm actually terribly polite when I'm speaking to the, the AI, and I, and I don't know why. It's it's really peculiar. It could be maybe you know, when when the robot overlords sort of take us over as as a species, they'll remember that I was always nice and polite. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) I I think it's a fair...
1: I'd bank that. I'm banking it.
2: This is one of the really critical big differences between doing a search engine and working with an AI. In search engines, you have to learn what are the trigger words to put down. So you can just put down just a string of disconnected words with no conjunctives in, in, in between. Whereas with AI, you can do that if you, if you know if that's the way you want to uh, roll. But you ideally the the way the AIs, the current type of AIs, which I call LLMs, large language models, is that they emulate human speech patterns, and that's the critical thing. It's patterns because we're talking about an AI at the end of the day. AIs are pattern recognition machines uh, and pattern following machines and that's very similar to how our brains work i, I, I digress so <laughs> i i just start talking to the ai well i mean one of the classic kind of sets of prompts that i uh, i do is you are an seo expert and an seo and content marketing expert you have years of experience in giving small businesses strategic and consultative advice on uh, content marketing strategies that's the opening gambit so that's important because what you you're giving the ai this is the context that i want you to work under from now on this is you're setting the stage you know you're setting the scene the hounds of the baskervilles it was a it was a dark uh, foggy night The uh, There were howling in the air, you know, it it sets the scene. So the AI knows that anything from now on is going to be SEO related and marketing strategy related. And we're talking about small businesses. Okay. Uh, You wrote it in
1: that language. You didn't say I had to learn some wonky SQL statement or C sharp or JavaScript or Java.
0: I can do it as an artist person who doesn't come from a tech background and just basically learned it all on the job. That is amazing to me because I find it challenging to go through that with Google and trying to phrase it correctly. So this is amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that, 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 that's what, that was one of the first things that blew my mind so i remember giving a conference a little while ago a uh, presentation at a conference and i was showcasing uh, cortana uh, microsoft's rather lame ai with some of their uh, business intelligence reporting tools and that was actually really amazing you know at that time <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> was oh, that we could
1: 10 we yeah yeah.
2: we could uh, you know uh, we could talk into the microphone and sort of say yeah show me you know the sales reports for this year and compare it against the previous three years and it would understand that and it would create the report and it was I mean, like big round of applause and wow isn't that clever and that's really good but that's compared to what uh, these uh, AIs are doing now that's you know I mean <laughs> it's like comparing a, a, a university professor to a child that's learned how to talk you know at the age of two, three o'clock, three years old. So it's that much of a difference of where we are, because if we consider the prompt that I've just sort of given, you know, set the context, then I sort of say, okay, one of the cool things at the moment with chat GPT is you can have plugins. So previously when they created the AI, uh, they put in a safety so it couldn't go onto the internet. They've removed that now. So I tell it, go and inspect my website. Go and read through every article I have written so far to date. Then internally summarize that for yourself. What I would then like you to do is to make three versions of that summary and analysis. Then debate with yourself as if you were three independent experts that had come up with those three different uh, concepts. And uh, negate the, the least... Relevant or successful arguments from that, and once you've done that, uh, present the final analysis as the most uh, accurate analysis. Now, this is important. This is this is actually based on neurolinguistics and AI theory. This is called tree of thought. Now, what we're emulating and getting AI to do is to come up with something, come up with a theory and then debate with itself and proof itself and make sure it has not made an error. Now, this is this is a really big deal because what this means is I am now orchestrating the AI to be working with me as if I am a, a group leader. I, I have a team of specialists in my marketing team and I want them to debate amongst themselves I don't want to get involved in that uh, dirty debate. I just want them to come up with a consensus uh, decision and then present that to me, and then we take that uh, discussion further. The AA comes back with that, and the thing is, this is all in the same prompt. So we put a bit, of bit, a So when you so, say
1: a prompt, is that like I would call it like a conversation? Is that a prompt? No, like a topic. So it's or is that prompt. one long command? It's
2: one long uh, yeah. That is one uh, long a,
1: command. Yeah. You, you put yeah, in so, your. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, sometimes my prompts go on for like uh, two pages. So it's like an instruction sheet. Now you've got to remember, you, you have to, again, this is through experience, you you have to segment your uh, instructions so that you can't overload it because it's like a human, it'll forget, you know, uh, if you give it too, too long and complex a, a set of instructions. So you compartmentalize them, but they're inside a whole bank of instructions. That's the way to look at it. So, so you're just
1: writing a conversation. we are just having yeah, a conversation.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that once I've then got it to come to a consensus, I'll then say, okay, what I now want you to do is to enact a further three experts, which are debating the the most productive implementation of our content strategy look consider what's missing uh, from our content this is the uh, this is what I'm trying to get to I have to give you know the ultimate aim analyze what's missing decide what uh, amongst yourselves debate amongst yourselves what would be best when you finish doing that then present to me the final answer and make sure you only respond and uh, write in British English. That's very
1: important. But what part of all that was really important? Like all that, <laughs> all that. And I heard. British. So, all right, you've given, you've basically hired your board of marketing board of directors, and you're doing yeah. this on demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Any time of the day. See, I mean, this is one of the other really very cool things. Uh, And every single small business owner will be, uh, uh, you know, we, we do this without thinking, you're spinning 20 plates at the same time, you're juggling 20 balls, you know, and you can't let any any one of these, you can't, you know, you can only devote a bit of time to each thing. And so I, I, I can have like 50 conversations happening all at the same time. I start one off, you know, get to a point like I need to go and deal with something else. Go and deal with that. That could be a, another uh, uh, a conversation. The, the, the amazing thing is that the AI will remember where you were and no time has passed. So I've gone where I've come back two weeks later to a conversation and I've carried on and it's perfectly happy. So what, what you're then able to do is getting the AI to act as if it's basically a team member. And I, th- I think from my own mind, this is why I'm very polite uh, when I'm speaking to it, because I, I humanize it and make it as if it is actually a part of my team. Uh, and that makes me, I suppose it's like an act of playing a role i i'm able to get into that role and i start believing that i am actually a marketing director as as my email signature sort of says that i am and uh, and that's ha- half the thing you know uh, i i believe i am uh, uh and i'm having these deep conversations and before i know it i'm actually generating content okay so uh, i then i oh sorry
1: so let's, you got your content. I probably I'm cut you short. I don't, okay. So what I'm trying to think is you've, now we've done it. We set the stage. We have an advisor and we've got the advisor on and you've made the team and now you've made content. So what does this content look like? You know, why is it a thousand words? And so is this like over an evening you've had this debate? Maybe a couple hours if you hit, you know, this over a couple hours at this point, you've had this debate. Amongst yourselves, so to speak, you and the robot.
2: Yes, uh, some sometimes these debates go on for hours. Sometimes they go on for days. Uh, sometimes they're very short. The what? What I've actually uh, my initial when I first started doing these content they were about a thousand words long. I have now started writing three thousand word long uh, content, and this comes down to SEO. And there's no way on earth. I could write, a three. I mean, I, I could barely write 500 words, forget about 3,000. But the thing is, this is where what AIs are designed for, to speak like a human. And you've given them the knowledge. They're able to acquire the knowledge as well. All that you're doing is you're steering, you're refining, and, and you're guiding, and you're proof-checking, because that's one of the things that AI does. It comes up with a load of what's called hallucinations, and basically just... It just make if it doesn't know something, it'll just make stuff up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, for example, I mean, what, uh, it always seems to happen. At, well, it makes sense, but it always happens at the same point in an article where I will be talking about a case study. Now, I haven't given it any case studies. It knows that there are case studies from our we- website that is interrogated and scraped, but none of them are pertinent to the article that we're writing because I haven't ever written this article before. So, it'll just create. A case study, but you know that's cool. Hey, that, not uh, that we've
1: done that before.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean it's cool because the thing is, you know, I mean we've been in business for about twenty years, so you know that, that we've we've serviced enough customers to be able to pull something out from somewhere that what the ai has given us and the, this is the this is the important thing for me to recognize it's not just an hallucination what it is is the ai trying to help me by giving me okay this is a rough sketch yes of yes. the type of case study to put in that would be pertinent and if you don't have a case study that exactly fits like this pick and match from several case studies where you're able to pull out the relevant bits of you know in within those projects how they fitted in to this story that we've created so that's that. that's how i go really from a blank sheet up to 3000 now i know i haven't gone into any of the real details but, but i that's think okay, that's okay because we got yeah, huge there's a, a lot
1: to cover in our time frame but i want to kind of yeah. steer it about briefly talk about um why does an article have to be three thousand words now there's two th- mm. words of thought of this now here's the the, the the zeitgeist of the world has turned into uh i'll sound like a an old man on the porch you know waving my you know wave shaking my <laughs> fist at the youngins
0: <laughs>
1: why is tiktok popular short attention span yeah. videos you got youtube you've got I read another article that video content is 60% more engaging than the written word. And yeah. we learn by watching and we love storytelling, uh, receiving yeah. stories uh, as as a species. And why would, a, what I've learned about 3000 words, and maybe you've seen something really quick is even though we like video to watch Google, the ultimate index of the world, the, Wants to look; it thinks that three thousand words is credible, and they call that topic authority. So it's a little bit of a, yeah. you know what they call topic authority. So if I wrote three thousand words about converting a database from you know Excel to SQL, if I wrote fifty words versus five thousand words, it's going to inherently think the five thousand is better now because it all. You know, fluff like you did back in the day, writing term papers that had to be certain pages, and you you <laughs> wrote a really big font by hand. But it, it's it, it'll know enough. I mean, Google's starting to learn enough that you know it, this might be actually the topic authority. So I kind of wanted to bring it back as to why yeah. you wanted to bring that content. Um, I've used tools yeah. like Yoast. Yoast said about five hundred words or three hundred just to get mm. started. So I've been writing it in that in that realm.
2: So I mean, no, that, that, uh, it, it, it's it's a valid point, and I had the same kind of thing. It's like, yeah, no one's got the time or the inclination to read more than like 500 words, and that's very true. Now, Google itself, uh, they have said very explicitly, they have no recommended uh, style. Their, their algorithms do um, uh, length. The algorithms do not base their criteria uh, on on length at all. Their thing is purely uh, on uh, – and it goes back to cent- one of the central points that uh, Michael had uh, taught us, which is focus on your customer. Focus on your reader. Why – get into their mind. Now, the, th- the thing is, wh- uh, if you think about what you're researching, you've got to purchase a new fridge or a new mm-hmm. washing machine or whatever. So when you start that uh, buyer journey at the beginning – you're going to be looking at so many. You know, there are thousands of manufacturers that are different. So many little permutations, so many features. You haven't got the time to look into detail. So you want really quick little bullet lists, pros, cons, blah 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 blah, and you uh, you blitz through them. From that, you, uh, you shortlist. Now, uh, in, in marketing, this could be talking about both uh, tofu which is like the top of the sales funnel so once you've done that uh sifting through uh, of uh, the initial shortlist then you start looking at a bit more details between the differences between them and you might and that might be uh, uh, sort of like the middle of uh, the funnel so that's what <laughs> they call mofu and the thing is at the point finally you're you 're absolutely committed. you are going to get this uh, washing machine you 're very serious about it you 're not just uh, casually window shopping you've got you know the kind of budget you 're looking at, blah 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 you 've shortlisted down to three. what you 're going to be then doing is going into the details now when you create the process i 'm saying i 'm not saying this is the absolute correct way, this is the way i 'm doing it is I create a, a large document a large article in that uh, in that article i have the executive summaries i have the contents i have the what google calls featured snippets each uh, subheading i make as as a question as a human question you would have uh on google so where when google is going through this it's all of the the subheadings themselves are assisting the seo because you know you've asked what's a good washing machine for a house that has a lot of hard water. Mm -hmm. And I may have a subheading now, you know, washing machines in a hard water area or that are good for a hard water area. Now, That article, that question is verbatim. uh, What you've written, then um, Google's going to say, well, this is what you've written. This is the top of the results. So suddenly your article, even though it's a monster article, suddenly is up there at the top. And because you're answering that very specific question and you phrase the first paragraph as an executive summary of that answer. So the first paragraph you keep short and sweet and it's an executive summary. Then the following paragraphs, you go a little bit more detail answering that question. You will be that featured snippet on the people also asked down. It's your article. Bump, You're on the first page. And the thing is. If someone may have gone to, uh, gotten to that page from searching for something else, but they've gone down this rabbit hole and it's come over to you, so you've kind of leached off other people's hard work, so to say. But so, uh, so
0: I'm sorry. So just to make sure I understand, what you're saying is the way you write it on your page, on your web page, or your, your yeah. articles on your pe- website is that you do the you state it with headers and everything that catch different search engines at different levels. So you start at top with tofu, which is like the big search, like it's not very specific and then you modify it more and then you're getting everything that would cons- be considered by Google as mofu. And then you get down to the real details, bullet points, and that's bofu. And if, and that's how, if you're design your pages with those kind of credentials or that layout of your. Yeah. Information, yep. It's going to yep. make it a lot easier for your information to pop up to the top of the list is that what you're saying yep
2: yes yeah i mean and there's i mean the other thing is i i i've this whole thing to so i mean I, I was just doing this a little bit earlier on i just just as we started uh, the ai had finished analyzing the site and coming up with you know that that whole analysis and little arguments it was having with itself and everything a gap analysis ie what articles should i write next that are Bofu, because I'm, I don't have enough Bofu articles. Okay. So the article itself is a Bofu article. So for us, we deal with CRM and uh, uh, customer relationship management and customer experience management solutions and, and the Zoho platform. So So the article is very specific about using CRM software for small businesses and how they can capitalize. Now, what I've got it to do uh, as well as part of the thing is to make it into a question. So that's the title. It's a Bofu article, but within that article, I am going to try and put in little bits of Tofu and Mofu so I can just capture other things. So it's trying to hit two or three birds with one stone. And that's the approach I take. And that's where AI is able to help because it's able to think strategically, deeply, and creatively and I have to just manage to make sure it's not doing repetition
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's staying truthful. And then the final cherry on top is good old-fashioned Googling where I just do show me statistics for whatever. So it was a, a very simple thing. I was doing an article on e- email marketing. So I said, show me current uh, st- uh, st- statistical studies and articles relating to email marketing in 2023 and google going about a million of these kind of things so it's fantastic i just started uh peppering my article with little nice little quotes and uh, and that gave me sort of ideas because you know you can have a wall of text and it's very dull so i just threw in some you know some like there was one bit where in the paragraph there were three uh um statistics that that i put in so for that section i just put in a little uh image with three dials showing uh those statistics you know uh, so it's just little things like this okay. so ai is an assistant it's an and a creative input it's not the be all and end all so to say
0: Has all right caused you to have more traffic coming to your web page
1: Yeah, that's what I want to start thinking about here. So let's start getting into some metrics and some hardcore results. Uh, I'm going to briefly talk about um, how people could get that content. So you've had the debate. You had the AI write the thousand word article. What I'll talk about briefly is you can use a few different tools. They're mostly free or there's usually free versions of this stuff that you once you get the content your blog created and you want to punch it to several different Websites, or sorry, two different social media sites simultaneously. You can use products like um, Hootsuite, like Hoot, like the Owl. You can use Sprout, uh, another product called Zoho Social, and a product called Buffer. So you bring all this content together. And you can publish it once, and I'll punch to your LinkedIn, punch to your Facebook and Instagram or Insta whatever, and there you go. So you, now that you've spread this content. Mm through the universe. Can you show me, uh, show us a few concrete results? You know, you've gone oh, from... Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go from zero and yeah. see what happened and um, then we'll start wrapping things up.
2: Yeah, uh, it's, it's very quick, very simple answer. After the first month of working with the AI, I had a 400% return. Oh my goodness. We, we had two leads that uh, bona fide leads that came to us through LinkedIn directly related to the content that I was creating, uh, our team was sharing out on their personal thing and that made them rise to the top of their uh, LinkedIn network and two uh, prospects that were on their network uh, liked what they were reading and they reached out to sales manager and uh, we've converted them. as a, yeah. So. Yeah
0: fabulous <laughs> <So> It's <essentially, laughs> a very
2: very simple quick answer you know i mean right <laughs> so and that, when, that's what's given me the budget to actually do a lot more and i've taken on the social manager uh social media manager but but yeah i, I i've had some very definite very real results that you know that that i can metric and you know yeah michael so, was right all the time
1: so we have to tell him that. That's one of the things, you know. Uh, yes, I think we do. And if he, he's listening on this show, he, I can see him shaking his head in validation. But the key difference between 2016 and 2023 was having AI. It was. To, yeah. to have I that. Able to, we yeah. could, we, 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 neither of us can afford a yeah. near full-time content creation agency. And it's learning how to ask the right questions to the AI. So that's what we want to start getting into. Um, obviously, your time is how you value it for yourself and labor and software costs. Without getting all the details, of every plugin that you bought, but would you spend maybe a few hundred dollars, a few hundred pounds in software, maybe?
2: Twenty dollars a month.
1: Twenty dollars a month. So, that's it. Yeah. so <laughs> you, you start learning. You, you get you learn how to. Ask the plugins questions. are free. The plugins are free. So there you go. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to start wrapping things up here. So we're reaching the end of the hour. And if you missed some of the show today, you can listen to the replay on the following Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. And I'm going to store the past shows on my website at mondocrm.com slash podcast. Or you can listen to the show on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Podbean. Um, if you want to get some, you want to deliver us some feedback on what you want to learn more about when it comes to entrepreneurship, feel free to go to my Facebook page at facebook.com slash mondocrm. If they want to see content that Vivek has created, you can visit calder.com, C-A-L-D-E-R-E dot com. So I want to thank Vivek for coming this this afternoon or evening in your your time frame. And uh, I I also wanted to thank the star soprano, the producer, the co-host, my wife, for keeping us on track, (laughs) Mrs. Cynthia Zimmerman.
2: Awesome.
0: Thank you you both. A lot of great information here.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Uh, It's been really fun. I've really enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) All right. Until next week, we'll see you all later.